Hey friend, do you love skincare and makeup, but at the same time, you crave an elegant and simple beauty routine? Do you want to save time, money, and effort when it comes to looking great? Do you want to focus on your God-given beauty while striking a balance between self-care and vanity? Welcome to the Blessed Beauty Podcast. I'm Jennifer Christofferson, a faithful Catholic, wife, and twin mama. I've been a licensed esthetician and makeup artist for over 20 years, so I know firsthand how confusing and overwhelming the beauty industry can be. If you're distracted by the noise, advice, and advertising fluff from all the beauty blogs, websites, and social media influencers, if you struggle with understanding how your skin works and you need help choosing and applying the right products, and if you think looking great is just too hard, especially as you get older, then you, my sister in Christ, are in the right place. The Blessed Beauty Podcast will teach you how to get and keep great skin, all in one convenient place and without having to get a PhD in skincare and makeup. Looking great doesn't have to be confusing, expensive, or difficult. Together, let's work on seeing ourselves the way God sees us, because that is a truly beautiful thing. Let's get started. Hello, lovely lady. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining me. I am humbled, humbled and so grateful. I have seen some wonderful reviews coming in for the podcast. So kind and generous and thoughtful. It's just, it's amazing. I mean, my heart is literally dancing and on fire for the fact that you are listening and that you're liking what you're hearing. It means the world because, you know, as a content creator, whether you're writing a blog or you're filming a video for YouTube or you're recording a podcast, sometimes it can get a little scary because you just don't know how you're going to be received. Um, you know, you're putting yourself out there, you're vulnerable. And to know that so many of you are so beautiful and kind and enjoying what I'm doing. So thank you so much. I do appreciate it. And it's just so exciting to be able to connect with you away from regular social media, regular social media. I don't know about you, but if you're anything like me, and I'm guessing if you're listening, you are, we all know what a black hole time sucking beast social media can be, whether you're on there, you know, just connecting and scrolling, or you're on there because you're trying to market your message and your business. And that's what I was doing for so long. And I was just finding myself in a constant state of drain. You know, you intend to go on for an hour, and then it turns into two. And it left me feeling tired, more distracted than I had ever been in my life and super tired at the same time. You know, you're constantly seeing all these filtered images and it's precisely all of these filtered images, all of this information that's really just draining everybody. There's so much coming at you. You don't even know where to look. And you know, big tech, they are geniuses at getting us onto these platforms and keeping us on these platforms. These algorithms are super, super sophisticated. They know what type of pictures you like to look at, what type of stories you like to read, what type of memes you think are funny, all your shopping habits, all your buying habits. It's kind of scary how much data they have on us. And to be on those platforms and to be purchasing off those platforms and, you know, 
as the longer you watch or read, the more these advertisers get. So the platforms are happy, the advertisers are happy. And what's happening to you though, what's happening to you is you're drained, you're tired, you're mentally spent, you're comparing. It's just, it's not good. So (laughs) I realized I finally put two and two together and I was like, where am I hanging out? Where are my people? And I realized they're listening to podcasts. They're like me. They want to form a connection and they want to really have a deeper understanding about whatever topic they're wanting to learn about. So if you're anything like me and if you spend time on social media and you were feeling tired and drained or more distracted or just not feeling very good about yourself because of all of these filtered images and all of this stuff being pushed in your face, you know, that you're not good enough. You have to look a certain way. That's why I'm here. And how about just getting more Catholic women off of social media altogether? I mean, that would be great. (laughs) We would be more present. We would be less agitated, less distracted because the world needs us at our best. It's scary out there. And God needs us at our best. And I don't know about you, but I'm not at my best after spending an hour on social media. (laughs) I'm usually pretty ticked off, actually. Just all the politics and all the craziness. It's just, it's nuts. So my goal is to be a lot less visible over there. I just don't want to go on those platforms and play those games. I don't like the way that I feel. And I know a lot of the ladies listening to this don't like the way that they feel about themselves after spending time on those platforms when they're trying to learn about skincare and makeup. That's just a fact. So that's why I'm here. I want to carve this little safe space, this little podcast where you can come listen about skincare and makeup and feel better about yourself. Can you imagine feeling better about yourself after listening to a podcast and not having to go on social media and look at filtered image after filtered image? It does get annoying and very trying after a while. So because I was down on the social media, and I knew a lot of women who were like me were also down on the social media, especially as you get over 40 and every single image is filtered about a bajillion times, I was thinking, okay, I don't want to be there. I don't want to be on social. I know my listeners probably don't. So let's start a podcast where they can learn about beauty and have a good time and feel good. And I had quite a few people, quite a few people that I respect, actually, business uh, friends and associates who they told me I was a little crazy. They said, how can you do a podcast about beauty? Like, don't you need to make videos on YouTube? No, I don't think you do. I whole wholeheartedly disagree with that. I was getting my information and my entertainment from podcasts. And I think that talking about this type of stuff, I don't think you need video. I think you're going to be able to learn a lot about beauty, about skincare and makeup through a podcast. Now I do have some horrid videos on my Instagram page and my YouTube channel that you can go watch. You know, watch me make a fool of myself in the visual recorded medium. And maybe I'll make videos in the future, but I really feel like a podcast is where it's at. So I'm happy you're here, girlfriend. So in previous episodes, I've been talking about skincare. And today I want to start talking about makeup and specifically questions that I know a lot of you have about foundation and that you feel like when you do wear foundation, that your skin does not look like your skin, that it looks like it's textured, like you can see the wrinkles more, you can see 
the pores look larger, and you just don't like it. So this is all about the two biggest mistakes I see women making with their facial, you know, foundation makeup with their liquids, their cream. So the first one is your face makeup is either too heavy or you're not wearing anything at all. There can and should be something in the middle, but if you're noticing more texture and enlarged pores and you feel like your lines and wrinkles are being accentuated after you're wearing your foundation, it's usually because the formula is wrong or you're just putting on way too much of it. So you need to first and foremost, make sure that you're choosing the right formula. I would say if you're after 35, anything that says hydrating or maybe like a natural satin finish is usually best, but usually anything that says matte, you're going to run into that issue. You're going to run into the issue of your makeup looking heavier and thicker and more textured. And that's because matte formulas by design are thicker and they are they have more pigment, but they also tend to have ingredients in them that allow them to be long wearing because they're usually made for oilier skin. So they can have a lot of alcohol content in them and different kind of polymers and things that feel drier on the skin. So if you are a drier skin type, if you are even a combination skin type, partly oily, partly dry, and you're noticing that your makeup just doesn't look good and it looks kind of dry-ish, that's usually because it's an overly matte formula for you. So you probably need to choose something that's a little more dewy and that has a, is a little more emollient and hydrating. Another foundation formula that I would recommend that you steer clear of if you are experiencing texture issues when you wear your foundation is anything that's marketed as long wearing. Using a long wear formula every single day because I do find and they do find that those formulas can be extremely drying to the skin. Now, long wear formulas can indeed have their place if it's a special occasion where you really need longevity in your makeup. You know, if you're in a wedding, if you're a bride, if you're outside in extreme conditions and it's an outdoor event, you have to look good. Whatever it is, long wear foundations can have their place. But you have to be really particular in the way you prep your skin underneath them because, again, they can look heavy and they can look textured if your skin isn't prepped properly and if you're not applying them correctly. The formulas of long wear foundations do tend to be more drying over time. So, again, on a daily basis, not preferable. There are a few exceptions that I've been testing that are long wearing and I've actually noticed that they are not as drying as other types of long wear foundations that I've tried in the past. One of these exceptions that comes to my mind right now, the foundation line put out by Lady Gaga, it's called House Labs. It's H-A-U-S Labs, L-A-B-S. That is a long wear formulation that is actually quite emollient. So if you're looking for emolliency and a long wear formula, you might want to give that formula a try. So that's the first thing that you have to get, get in check is that make sure that whatever formula foundation that you're using, that it's tailored to your skin type. Drier skins are going to be happier with more creamy emollient formulas. Obviously, you know, oily skin, super oily skin can usually handle a matte formula. But again, you just have to listen to your skin. So after you find the right formula for your skin type, 
it can still look thick and it can still look cakey and it can still accentuate everything you don't want accentuated. And if that's happening, even though you know it's a good formula, if that's happening, it's usually because you're just putting on way too much foundation. And the reason why I know that so many women wear way too much foundation is because I've seen it. That's where I got my start was in makeup artistry behind the counter at Nordstrom for Stila Cosmetics back in the day. And no, I'm not going to tell you the year, but I'll tell you that eventually I got to have a position on a lot of traveling regional makeup artist teams for companies like Bobbi Brown, Laura Mercier, It Cosmetics. And women would sign up for a slot for the events and they'd sit down in my chair and I can immediately tell that they were wearing way too much. And it's really easy to get heavy handed with foundation, but the biggest tip I'm going to give you is just take whatever you're using, you cut that amount in half. Honestly, just cut that amount in half that you're using right now. Try it tomorrow and see if that doesn't make a difference if you're experiencing texture issues with your makeup. And another good tip is to take a moisturizer that you love, a moisturizer that you love, and maybe mix half moisturizer, half foundation. Now, this is obviously after you've done your skincare and after you've hopefully put your SPF on before going outside, but try that trick as well. If you add too much moisturizer, it can almost turn your makeup into a tinted moisturizer type product. So if you still want coverage, experiment and add, you know, a tiny bits at a time. But that is, is also another fabulous tip is mix in the moisturizer or half what you're putting on altogether and see if that doesn't make a difference. I think women, especially women over 40, are getting in the trap that they feel like they have to put more foundation on because it's going to cover the age spots and the wrinkles better, when actually the opposite is true. If you put too much of an opaque product, and that's what a foundation is, it is an opaque product designed to cover, you know, in varying degrees. I mean, some formulas obviously are more sheer than others, but you can't put that on top of an age spot or wrinkle and expect every single thing to be completely covered. I mean, not unless you're putting on 10 layers, you know, not unless you're putting it on so thick that you, you know, can't see anything. Foundations don't cover wrinkles, ladies. They don't cover wrinkles. And, you know, they don't 100% cover age spots either. Let's call a spade a spade. It just doesn't. And I doubt that you're putting on 10 layers, but you could be putting on just too much of a product thinking that that's going to hide a wrinkle or it's going to hide an age spot. Age spots are notoriously hard to cover. There are ways to do it, but wrinkles for sure, you can't cover a wrinkle or a line with foundation because a wrinkle is, it's like a crevice on the surface of your skin and any product is going to, I don't care what product it is, eventually it's going to collect in that crevice and the light is going to reflect off of it in such a way that it's going to be even more noticeable. So that's why it's so important to choose the right formula. And when you have the right formula, it's even more important not to wear too much of it. I'm going to kind of take a little bit of an interesting turn here, but just bear with me. So the human brain, the human eye, it's made to kind of look and seek out things that are safe, things that are real, things that are relatable. Okay. So that is why when you see a woman, um, no matter what their age, whether they're young, middle-aged, older, when you see a woman that's wearing way too much makeup, 
um, especially way too much thick, opaque, heavy face makeup. That is why it is a little jarring when you see them. You look at them and it's almost as if you kind of start back. You're, you're like, is this real? You know, um, when it's a very young woman and they have beautiful skin already and they're young and they're piling on thick, opaque makeup, they look fake. They look almost doll-like. And then think of a woman in her 50s, 60s and beyond. I always get the mental picture of <laughs> Betty Davis in that movie, Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. I mean, I know that's a bit of an extreme example, but that's what happens when you've got an older person that is wearing too thick makeup and they're trying to look too young or doll-like. And it's also very jarring because there's crevices, there's lines, there's wrinkles, there's texture, which is being over-accentuated with all of that thick, opaque makeup on top of it. So in both instances, it looks fake, whether you have beautiful, smooth, poreless skin in your 20 or, you know, you're in your 70s wearing super thick makeup because you think that it's covering up lines and wrinkles. It, it doesn't really work that way. So that's why it's important not to wear too much at any age. It seems to be a little bit of a cultural phenomenon, I would say, in the last 10 years in the world of makeup. And I've seen it over and over and over again. These young women today are just wearing way too much makeup. It's thick and it's garish and it just does not look real. Whether they're putting super, super long fake eyelashes on or very, very thick, almost pancake like stage type of makeup on and they're doing heavy contour and they're going out in everyday life in sunlight, you know, and it just looks so weird. It just looks fake and it doesn't look real. And it's, I don't know if it stems from self-esteem issues. I, I don't know exactly where this trend has come from, but I would say, for example, even five years ago, a lot of makeup techniques that were being taught on YouTube in these beauty tutorials about makeup, they were employing makeup uh, techniques that drag queens used. You know, men that were using such thick makeup because they're trying to cover up their maleness because, you know, they have thicker skin and they have um, more masculine features. So with certain types of tricks with contour and shade and dark and light, they could manipulate the human eye and you would look at them and kind of, you would see that they were more feminized, but it was still it wasn't real. It still looked a little jarring. But my, my point is, is that these drag queen makeup techniques were now being taught and or taught to a lot of these beauty gurus that were then teaching it to their audiences that were teaching them super heavy makeup techniques in the way of blending in the way of applying powder in the way of contouring. And it just all looks so fake and it looks so jarring and it doesn't look real. So this trend of very thick, opaque makeup for the last five to 10 years has been very pervasive within the beauty community. And I think a lot of people are clapping back against it. A lot of women are just thinking that they don't want to wear foundation at all. Um, and there's something in the middle. You know, you can still wear makeup 
and have it look like you. So that's my point is that too much is never a good thing because our skin has so many different colors inside of it. A lot, think of it as like pixelated pigment dots. Like our skin is made up of tons of different hues of pigment. So the way that light bounces off a normal, natural skin that is not covered by something super thick is completely different than the way that it would reflect and bounce off of a surface that is just flat and opaque. I want you to think of think of a kitchen counter inside of you know you've got all the bright light shining on a beautiful marble kitchen counter and the marble is gorgeous and it has a sheen and it has a luster to it and the light is reflecting off of it to make it look gleaming and beautiful now take that same counter and put a really thick opaque paint primer on top of it what's going to happen the light is going to reflect off of it in a completely different way so that's why no matter what your age if you're using something that's too thick, light is not going to reflect on it, off of it in the way that it would if it was a natural sheen of skin. So the point of makeup is always to enhance. It's always to enhance your God-given beauty, not to cover up and not to create this opaque canvas that looks fake. You're not covering up the sheen and the luster of natural skin. Because again, if it's too thick and it's too heavy and it's too opaque, no matter what your age, it's always going to look fake. It's always going to perceive the way you don't want to be perceived. You want it to look beautiful and natural. Now, in the beginning of the episode, I said that the, the big problems or mistakes that I see is that women are wearing either too much or they're not wearing anything at all. Now, if you are not wearing any foundation makeup at all and you are content and happy and feel gorgeous and beautiful without, I am not here to tell you that what you're doing is wrong or that you are any less beautiful because you aren't wearing foundation makeup. Because if you don't want it, don't wear it. If you feel that it's not you and you don't need it and you're happy and content in the way that you look without it, more power to you. I'm addressing the women now who don't wear it because they just haven't found success with any products that they've tried in the past. They've given up, so to speak. They think that they can't wear anything because anything that they wear, they just don't like the way that it looks. There is a middle ground, you know, you can still wear something that is going to even out your skin tone, that is going to take care of some, I don't even like to call them imperfections. I like to call them distractions, okay? Um, If you say have eczema or rosacea or different things going on with your skin. Now, if you've got an active skin condition going on, Oftentimes I say skip the makeup until that condition has gotten significantly better or has healed. But say, for example, if you've got a ruddy complexion and you've got some things that you wish you could cover, but you just don't because anything that you've tried just looks terrible and you, you don't even want to go there. Well, that's 
who I'm addressing right now. So if you don't wear anything because you feel like you just don't know how or you haven't found anything, what I would suggest is just take it slow, take it easy. I really would recommend a sheer foundation formula or something in the ballpark of a tinted moisturizer. You can take any foundation that you currently have. You might have it and you don't like it. You've tried it. Again, try what I suggested before. Um, Take that product and take a moisturizer or facial lotion that you like and use half of that and half of the foundation product. Or go look for a dedicated tinted moisturizer type type product. And you will get bonus points from me if it's a tinted moisturizer that has an SPF in it. Because those tend to be very, very sheer. They feel comfortable on the skin. They feel cushiony. They feel more like skincare than makeup. And you can put on a light layer of a tinted moisturizer with an SPF and still take care of a lot of distractions on the surface of your skin, whether it's, you know, redness, um, You are going to cover some um, age spots and things to a degree. A tinted moisturizer is not going to give you the level of coverage that, say, a thicker concealer on top of a spot would give you. But, you know, if you've sworn off makeup because you hate the way that it looks and you just kind of want to dip your toe back in and kind of just beautify and distract from what you don't like, then just try that. Try a tinted moisturizer. I have some that I really, really like. If you guys want me to do a um, a show about certain product recommendations, I can definitely do that. I don't want to go into all that today because that could literally take an hour of you know everything that I like and recommend. But definitely dip your toe back into the foundation category. Just look for a tinted moisturizer. One off the top of my head that I really, really love. It's kind of a mid mid-range price point. It's by a company called Well People, W-E-L-L People. And it's a very gentle mineral-based zinc oxide sunscreen slash tinted moisturizer. And it it's a product that feels like skincare, all, but it does provide some coverage as well. But when you put it on, you still feel like yourself. You still feel like your skin is shining through in the best way without feeling like it's a heavy, opaque type of product. A good tinted moisturizer in lieu of a regular foundation, if you're foundation phobic, is always a good way to start. The esthetician in me, I don't want to go too crazy and start piling on too much on you. But I'm just going to interject and I'm going to say any makeup product that you're using, if it's a foundation that says it has SPF in it, or even if it's a tinted moisturizer that says it has SPF in it, that's great. But those products do not, absolutely do not ever replace a dedicated skincare SPF type product. So I'm of the type where I always say the best makeup is great skin and good skincare. So you still need a dedicated sunscreen underneath a foundation with SPF or underneath a tinted moisturizer with SPF. So that's my disclaimer because a foundation with SPF or a tinted moisturizer with SPF, women 
even though they're heavy handed with a foundation, they're not putting on as much of that type of product as they would a dedicated cream that has SPF in it. I hope that makes sense. But don't rely on a makeup type product to give you sunscreen protection alone. It always has to be on top of a dedicated sunscreen type product, whether it's in a cream or, you know, whatever. It has to be on top of a dedicated sunscreen product. So I hope I've given you something to think about. If you love your makeup, but you hate the way it's been looking lately, I want you to first reevaluate your formula. Make sure that it's compatible with your skin. Second, I want you to use less of it, even when you find one that you love. And if you are foundation phobic and you think that you can't wear it, I want you to realize that there are things out there that you can use like beautiful tinted moisturizers that are still going to give you a light layer of coverage while still letting your natural skin shine through. So that's all I have for you on this one, ladies. If this episode resonated with you and you want a little bit more, if you go to my website, jenniferchristofferson.com, I have a free guide that I made up. It's called the five makeup tips you need to look awake and rested. I talk about how to look your best, even if you're short on time and energy, how to wake your skin up with makeup so that it still looks like skin, how to apply blush and eyeliner so that your features look uplifted. I even talk about how to get your best beauty sleep ever. Because if you are not getting the proper rest that your body needs to restore and rejuvenate itself, you're just not going to look good. Your skin is not going to look good. So beauty sleep is paramount to looking your best. And I go into all of that in this guide. So definitely head over to my website and check out that free resource. I also wanted to let you know, as of today, recording this episode, I cannot even believe it, but November 2023 is almost over. (laughs) Thanksgiving is next week. Christmas is almost here. Christmas is a month away. I absolutely have no idea where this year went. It is amazing how quickly time flies by. And we all know what the holidays mean. A lot of beauty, a lot of family, a lot of fun, but it's also crazy. There's chaos, there's schedules, there's getting ready, there's shopping, there's so much going on. And Black Friday is coming up. And It's the best time of the year for shopping. You get really good deals on so many wonderful things. And in honor of my podcast launch, I wanted to get into the fun as well. And if you are loving what you're hearing and learning about on the podcast so far, I want you to head over to my website to check out Nude Skin. It is my comprehensive informational course, everything you need to know about how to get and keep beautiful skin all in one convenient place. I have everything broken down for you so that you will know what works for your skin type, your condition, what you need to look for so that you can look your best without wasting time and energy on all of the wrong things. If you're standing in the skincare aisles in a store or you're just clicking on different websites online and have just absolutely no clue what to do because of everything being thrown at you, you need to understand something. Your skin is unlike anyone else's 
And I understand that this is confusing. The whole landscape of skincare and beauty products can be absolutely crazy confusing. But when you have the right information and the right guidance, you can start to treat it better and get glowing results. You know, you need to forget the YouTube videos with all of the pushy influencers and the overgeneralized skincare advice. You need to figure out what's going on with your skin and what it needs. Because if you don't know what's going on with your skin, if you don't understand what it needs, you're never going to be able to seek out the right products to get the results that you want. You're going to be overspending. You're going to be confused. And you know, once you get nude skin, it's going to allow you to finally understand your skin and what it needs. You can make sense of everything out there, take control and make better buying choices. And I always tell my clients, once you have that information, once you're armed with the information about how to really step up and take care of your skin, You will never again fall prey to a pushy influencer or a salesperson. You will have that knowledge for life and you'll be able to go forward knowing what to buy. You'll know what to buy and you'll know what to just forget about and what is just a waste of money. So if your skin is dull, if it's dry, if your skin is oily, if you have enlarged pores, if you're acne prone, if you're suffering from cystic acne, if you have children that are entering their tweens and teens and they need help developing a good skincare regime, but you're not even sure how to go about teaching them about their skin, or what about your husband or your sister? They need skincare advice. This is the place to go to get it. And I'm particularly proud of my course because the problem I was finding is that women were not getting unbiased information about how to take care of their skin. They don't they didn't even understand the basics about how their skin works. All they know is what they've been told by influencers and beauty companies and beauty websites. And I'm sorry, but those are really biased influences. They're sponsored. And you know, if you tell people just real advice about the skin. And if you tell them things like keep it simple, and this is what to do, and this is what to look for and what, you know, not to buy. And just plus, if you could give people information about things they can do that don't necessarily cost a lot of money or anything at all. I mean, a beauty company and an influencer can't profit from that. And That's why something like Nude Skin is so invaluable. It's not a pushy, biased resource. I'm not trying to tell you what to buy because I'm profiting off of a certain type of skincare advice or a certain type of product. I want the information to be in your hands and for you to have the clarity to make the best decisions for your skin when you're you're on any budget. That is what is so important to me. So touching on again, we're coming into the holiday season. Black Friday is upon us at the end of this week. So if you go over to my website right now until December 1st to celebrate the launch of my podcast and to celebrate you listening to me right this very minute, because I'm so grateful to have you, I am offering nude skin for $100 off until December 1st. It's just my way of saying thank you. It's my little Black Friday slash early Christmas gift for you. Head over to my website, jenniferchristofferson.com. Get $100 off of my signature program, Nude Skin. It's like having me hold your hand, your little esthetician bestie telling you what ingredients to look for, how to shop, how not to overspend, what not to waste your money on, all the good stuff, all the goodies. So $100 off until December 1st. I am so excited.
I love the fact that I'm on the podcast now talking to you guys and connecting. So that is my little present to you. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you have a wonderful and safe Thanksgiving with your family. God bless and keep you. Stay safe and I will talk to you next time. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode. If you loved it, I would be so honored if you would share it with someone that you know could benefit from it. You can also write the show a review on Apple Podcasts. Let's get it into the ears of more Christian women who struggle with their self-care. You can also go to my website, jenniferchristofferson.com and grab some great free resources I have there for you on how to look your best. You can also dig a little deeper and check out my online skincare course called Nude Skin. It's everything you ever wanted to know about getting and keeping your best skin all in one easy to access place. Remember, the Lord made you to shine and to make a difference in the world. Looking great gives you self-confidence to do just that. God bless and I'll see you next time.